and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the new speed presented to you by Ladies Like. Follow, follow the beat, follow the beat from the studio to the street. Info with the flow keeps you sharp and in the know. Sit back, relax, enjoy the news. Follow. Getting stuck in Kampala's traffic means plans for the day are likely to jump, especially for Mukono's many commuters who spend four hours a day as passengers. But this is changing day by day. Thanks to the train from Uganda Leire, it cuts the commute down to 45 minutes, letting passengers keep their precious minutes. Time is money, and traffic can cripple our economy. An investor losing time is losing money too. And who pays for the price? Well, we all do. Even traffic lights can make it right. Reducing the jam is a full-on flight, because all roads lead to the city center. But all roads are full and it's hard to enter. With a train, a trip is a breeze, and passengers can travel with ease. The carriages are patrolled frequently, ensuring passenger security. Plus tickets are just 2K, making it affordable every day. The train is also a solid solution to cut down on car congestion and pollution. In conclusion, the train seems the best for a traveler and a painless plan for a daily commuter. While in Uganda, we rediscover the comfort of trains. Rwanda and Tanzania have a much more bigger plan. Here's another story from our reporter, Jesse Dino, digging up the news and wrapping it back in order. If you were traveling from Rwanda, it would take you days to get to Tanzania. But this trip will soon take less than a day with the coming Isaka Kigali Railway. So what are these countries planning? Let's start from the very beginning. To make travel and trade less of a pain, they plan to introduce new train. They did studies before their mind was set. They thought diesel would be the best bet. But for the environment and for logistics, they found it was better to go electric. Electric trains are faster and more efficient. They cut down the cost of transport. The next step is to prepare a public tender, then get equipment and hire a contractor. If all goes well on both sides of the border, they all lay a foundation stone by October. It's a lot of work. It's a tall order. The distance between Rwanda and Tanzania is over 1,000 kilometers. So the project will cost billions of dollars before it benefits passengers and traders. But in a few years, this infrastructure will bring good fortune to their futures. That was Jess Santino with the news of the beat. Check him online if you need a repeat. And next is MC Loy, bringing you a truly inspiring story of a real citizen hero. When Francis Kinobe was just a child, a measles outbreak made him blind. It was 1965, no one knew what to do. His father even thought it was Juju. His mother didn't quit. She took him to Soroti, to a school for the blind that helped Kinobe. Today we celebrate him as a citizen hero for uplifting others, though he came from zero. Kinobe was visually impaired but very able. His goal to be a teacher kept his path stable. He pursued his path to knowledge at Bishop Willis Teacher Training College. He was almost denied a chance at graduation. But Obote wouldn't allow this discrimination. After the war, he started to teach. His goal was finally within reach. But Kinobi pressed on. He even got a diploma and found his most important mission in Chisoga. The Uganda Foundation for the Blind was a mess to restore it. Kinobi also endured threats and stress. He got funds from DHL and built a new structure and provided many blind kids with a better future. Although he suffered discouragement, Kinobi never gave up. Not for a moment. I have a special education and a right to good quality education. I really sit and imagine what I will be like if someone really love and protect my rights. Anyone can be a citizen hero. Anyone can change the status quo. Their kindness, compassion and dedication make citizen heroes our inspiration. 
Seriously, moving around Kampala is not what it used to be. Sit down a border, border all way through. I'm happy that I have my mouth mask on. It's a fact that the world is suffering from the use of fossil fuels. Fossil fuels are fossilized dead plant material hidden for millions of years in the earth crust. It's an extremely long process and too many people and industries rely on petroleum, coal and gas. The consequences for the environment are pretty disastrous and fossil resources are getting depleted and more renewable energy resources are needed. Nigeria has clearly understood the necessity. 96% of the population uses pollution forms of energy like kerosene, fossil fuels and wood. But what's good? The Asifin Group has opened a renewable energy academy, the first one in the sub-Saharan Africa, where students will be trained on renewable energy and technologies. If you want to be a green service provider, installer, technician or dealer, the academy is the professional answer. Each area of study will have a global professional certification and hopefully this will also lead to job creation. Nigeria is struggling for self-sufficiency in distribution and generation of renewable energy because lack of energy is a major threat to the country's economy. Here's an idea. Green energy like wind and solar power is the answer to the future. If you want to give our kids a sustainable planet, Lastly, I would like to make a clarification. In the story about Rwanda's churches closing, we used footage of Victory Christian Ministry, but we didn't mean to target this church especially. So hereby, our correction and apology. That was the news on the bit. Next week will be another hit. Still let it like reporting live and direct with love and respect. Follow the bit, follow the bit, follow the bit, follow the bit. Follow the beat.